Hi, this is Pamela Adlon, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. It's just the normal noises in here. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're here on Feral Tempting Fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here from Tom Petty's discography. And now it's time for Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. It's the Radio 8 Ball And welcome back to Radio 8 Ball. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those like musical tarot cards. And for our musical divinations on this show, we are tapping into the deep, deep catalog of Tom Petty and using his songs as the randomly chosen answers to our questions. And we've been asking all kinds of Tom Petty-themed questions. And the songs are being performed by a crew of some of my favorite musicians from around town, Los Angeles being the town, Tom Petty's town of choice, and uh, guys who have devoted themselves to this music. We're in the studio with Paul Zolo, who wrote the book on and with Tom Petty, and he's, uh, you know, he's being like our Marshall McLuhan from the Woody Allen film Annie Hall, the, the voice of authority that you wish you could pull into a conversation when a bunch of yahoos are just spouting off their opinions. Thanks a lot for being here, Paul. Thank you for having me. And, um, well, I had already, you know, we, the last question we asked was about a song for Ben Mott, so obviously this next one's going to be a song for Mike Campbell, mm-hmm. the great guitar player. We're going to talk about him a bunch when we get through the musical divination, but let's just put it out there. It's going to be, a, we're looking for a song for Mike Campbell. And we have two songs left on the board. And when we get down to two songs, we pick those songs by flipping the Radio 8 coin. Radio 8 coin. We're down to the the binary oracle. And we have two, you couldn't be more diametrically opposed songs. Uh, the song number one from our list is Fooled Again from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers' debut album from 1976. And song number four from Let Me Up, I've Had Enough from 1987, uh, the song Runaway Trains. Um, and so if it comes up heads, we're going to play Fooled Again. And if it comes up tails, we're going to play Runaway Trains. Paul, would you do me the honor of flipping the Radio 8 coin? Sure. Radio? It's the Radio 8 coin. Heads. Well, so it's going to be a song that is going to be missing Mike Campbell a lot. Yeah. Okay. Fooled again. I'm going to be performing this with Marshall Thompson. Fooled again from the 1976 debut album from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Strange voice on the telephone Telling me I better leave you alone why won't somebody say what's going on? Oh, I think I've been through this before. Looks like I've been fooled again. Looks like I've been fooled again. I don't like it. 
Mike Campbell guitar solo that should be there and always will be there on the record. Sat was Fooled Again, my uh, the best rendition I could give you with Marshall Thompson here on the keyboards making me sound great and uh, making that song sound fantastic. That is, uh, that's one of my favorite, uh, that's my favorite song off the first record. I, you know, American Girls on that record, great song. Actually, it's so, it's my favorite because I don't hear it as much. Um, but I feel like it's right there with Breakdown and American Girl. And it is such a guitar rock song. And I love that we get to talk, that this came up as the answer to my question about Mike Campbell, because I feel like that song is one of those things that kind of puts the lie to the whole jangly uh, moniker that gets oh, yeah. put on, on Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, because that is a Who song. It's key. He literally calls it fooled again yeah, yeah. and he's playing big towns and he chords. And again, the way, you know, it doesn't come off as a who song. And I think in part what he does, he brings this like. It's not a macho anger. It's this deep, wounded, feminine anger. And when you see the live performances with Mike Campbell, it's such a crunchy power chord guitar song. 
And uh, and I think that's one of the things that people don't talk about. I mean, Mike Campbell's like such a sneaky guitar player, mm-hmm. and you can just judge him by the brand. Like, oh, he plays a Rickenbacker, so we th- we think we think exactly. he, yeah, we think the birds. But Pete Townsend also played a Rickenbacker, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so that's that's that, that I I jumped in with the interpretation. But Paul, um, did you ever talk with Tom about this song? Yeah, you know what he told me mostly about this was, was the only song they did at the Warner Brothers studio working with Denny Cordell and. He really loved the sound. It was the only one they cut there. But he, he didn't talk much about the, the song itself as much as the session. But I can see how it fits Mike and that it's about being fooled. And the whole thing about Mike is that there was nothing, that wasn't a trick. That was the real thing. Mike Campbell was just one of the great guitarists in rock and roll. No and doubt Tom's, about it. On this last tour, it was their 40th anniversary tour. They did 40 years. And I think every night he introduced him as not just my friend, but one of the greatest rock and roll you know, <laughs> guitarists of all time. That wasn't hyperbole, it's true. And that's why so many people loved him, and also a great writer. You know, He doesn't uh, get mentioned often, but so many of those great songs uh, were songs that started with Mike Campbell's tracks. You know, he'd give Tom these, used to be cassette tapes with many tracks of songs, and Tom would write them. But the whole thing that they had was a solid, authentic connection. It was never fake, that was real rock and roll. It was the essence of great rock and roll with a great lead guitar. But not only lead guitars, you guys know, just tremendous parts, you know? He had yeah. such great taste, he would come up with perfect parts for those songs. And when he was playing a lead, too, it wasn't a showy lead. It was just the perfect, tasteful lead. The, the certain notes, like in Stop Dragging My Heart Around, those are just the perfect notes. They're stinging, and they're bluesy, and they're passionate. It's just perfect. And you can't... That's not fooling anyone. That's real, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting to me, you see the Who influence on it. I never really, really thought that, but I can see that. But... Uh, I mean, so much of their sound was just an authentic love of great guitar playing, and that came from Mike. And even on their last tour, Tom was sometimes playing leads, too, and it was fun. They'd toss back leads, and Tom could play some nice leads, but then Mike would take over, and I mean, it just doesn't get better than that. That's just an amazing uh, instrumentalist. And uh, so that joy was always there in the Heartbreakers up to their final show of their 40th year. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know how much there. Did you want to say something? Yeah, Nate? I mean, I just want to add as a guitar player. This is Nate. You know, I really learned restraint mm. from Mike Campbell, and I think maybe what this song means to me in in relation to the question, you know, this was all happening in an era of over the top. Uh, you know, this was leading into to the eighties and, and getting into glam and every, and and even the even the power arena ballads of the seventies, and this was. This was earlier. Right? It was mid seventies, whatever. Seventies. You know, so yeah. you know what? He wasn't fooled by that bigger than life stuff, mm-hmm. and that's what Campbell was about to me. Was like, yeah, you can do all those tricks, but can you play the exact right part at the exact right time? So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's that's a correlation there mm-hmm. between between the tune and and Mike Campbell's playing, which was just always the thing you that needed to be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing nothing more. Yeah, and even when he'd go off, it was like, "Yep, that was the time to do it." You know, that was the time to really let loose. It's mm-hmm. funny. I I feel like, for me, the moment when I, I remember, I remember when the moment where I really got my Campbell. It was at uh, when Tom Petty did Live Aid. I think I'd already seen him once, but I don't know. There was something I was watching, and he just they just he did that set, and I was watching my Campbell, and I said what almost everyone, like so many people, have said is like. Mike Campbell is the most underrated guitarist in rock and roll. He's like, because he's so good, you don't know how good he is. Mm. And, you know, for years, I've been hearing people say that exact same thing. And it's almost like 
he's not really underrated. And like he like to anyone who knows he is right there. And that's almost like in a lot of like in, in a weird way, this show is for people who are inside the music. And it's like a, a code. Like if you know, like if you get it, then you then it's not that everyone knows Mike Campbell is the guy. And if you're an amateur, you're just you know, you're just in the audience. You might just think it's all about Tom Petty. You mm-hmm. might just you might think, oh, that get, that guitar part is the song. That keyboard part is the song. And that shows how great they were or continue to be. Um, and lucky will be the songwriters who get to play with those two guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They because they're they now carry all of that in mm-hmm. there. It's kind of like the dead without Jerry. I mean, it could never be that band without Tom Petty, but they're there. The Heartbreakers are still with us. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing... Paul Zolo and the Heartbreakers? Yeah, not a bad idea, maybe. We'll try it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball on Feral Audio. If you'd like more information about the Pop Oracle, please check out our website at radio8ball.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, about asking your own question on the podcast, and about our Radio 8-Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed on Radio 8-Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8-Ball. Yeah.